Hello and welcome to The Professional Podcast, a podcast featuring expert advice, first-hand student accounts, news, events, and scandals in the world of PR. Brought to you by Central Michigan's University's chapter of the Public Relations Student Society of America. My name is Elizabeth Hamilton, and I'm joined by my co-host, Leona Falconer, for our very first episode. My name is Leona Falconer, and today we're joined by our very first special guest, Jim Wojcik. Wojcik is an associate professor of journalism at CMU. For a little background, he actually graduated from CMU in 1965 and worked as a sports editor at the Mount Pleasant Daily Times News before returning to his alma mater as sports information director, working in the university's PR department. Following two years as sports information director, he taught journalism for a year and he ended up leaving CMU to become editor of the Mount Pleasant Daily Times News. He returned to CMU as director of student media in 1971, and after serving in this position for 30 years, he joined the journalism department in the spring of 2000, and he's been here ever since. Welcome, Professor. Want to tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background in PR? The, the research was thorough other than it left out one year that I also did fundraising at CMU. Really, really interesting experience because you use a lot of aspects of PR. You have to build relationships. You, you have to convince people that the programs and the opportunities at the university are, are worthy of their investment. Um, but it was, uh, it, was, it was really, really a, a, a positive experience for me because it was the first year that the university had started a fundraising program back then. They never had one previous to that. And we were able to really upgrade what, you know, the opportunities for our students. So it worked out really well. And then do you want to just tell us a little bit about just your personal life, your family life? Oh, graduated from here. My wife graduated from here. My son's graduated from here. My granddaughter is a student here. You know, we all we all feel very fortunate. We all feel like we really got good educations. Mount Pleasant has been our home. Uh, my wife and I met here. It's a great town to live in, and it's been a great university to work at. We've had, we've had really, really positive experiences for the most part. The whole thing for me is students. I like the energy. I, I like the, the desire. I like the passion for learning. I like the inquisitiveness. Um, I like the their willingness to try things. I'm a firm believer that you learn by doing. No, definitely. And I think this podcast itself is a really great example of that. So with that, how about we get into our topic for today? Today, we'll be discussing everything to do with the IPR program at CMU. Woj is an expert on the unique aspects and resources offered. To start off, want to give an overview of what PR actually is and what the IPR program is at CMU. I, I probably have maybe an oversimplistic view of public relations. I really believe that, that public relations is a, is a profession of relationships that PR professionals build with other people. They build them with their colleagues. They build those relationships with media. They build those relationships with various constituency groups that they work with, whether they're customers, whether they're community members, whether they're stockholders. And if you keep in mind the relationships on one hand and then understand what the other part of it is, and the other part of public relations is telling your story. 
It's it's the ability to craft messages. It's the ability to identify what audiences should get those messages, and it's your it takes an ability to determine what platforms to use to get those messages out. It's that simple. Um, we tell stories. We tell. We try to tell positive stories. Sometimes situations happen where not all stories are positive. Sometimes you have crisis communications. Uh, sometimes you have COVID communications. You know things of that nature. But our job is to tell our story and to get our story out in an accurate manner. And that's what we try to do. The IPR program, we call it the IPR program. It's technically the Integrated Public Relations Program. Yeah. We say integrative because it has three departments involved. It has the journalism department, the communications department, and the broadcasting department. And a student enrolling in the IPR program is probably faced with one of the larger challenges of a lot of academic programs because it's 61 credit hours. That's half of your credit hours at CMU. Having said that, while, while that makes it sound, oh, wow, that's really overwhelming. On the other hand, it's probably why you're so well prepared when you graduate because you have, you have courses that teach you how to write, teach you how to design. Um, you have programs that teach you various forms of broadcast and promotion. You have communications classes that talk to you about how to handle crises and what the points are. And and now with global communication, how to work in different different parts uh, of the world with different cultures, that's what makes the program so effective is because you're getting all that cross-training back and forth. Yeah. I think that's why we have such a successful alumni from CMU. Do you know what the percentage is of people in the IPR program that graduate with IPR jobs? Because we have a pretty good success rate. It's got to be in the 80 to 90 percent category. Yeah, it's pretty um, high. It is pretty high. And uh, the one that I can give you for certain is uh, part of the IPR program is, is a um, six-hour internship, six-credit hour internship. But Right now, we're running at about 35% of the people who do their internship being hired oh, wow. by the place where they do their internship, which I think speaks volumes for the quality of interns that, that, that these people have. For that sure. they're willing to say, hey, you know, we want to hire you. Yeah, for sure. So kind of just starting off with the background of the IPR program, do you kind of just want to give the timeline of the program starting, how the need developed, and how that was eventually launched since you have been here throughout that entire process. Dr. Diane Kreider is the one that really launched the whole IPR program mm-hmm. back around 2000. She kind of did a lot of research prior to and talked to a lot of professionals about what what should we be training students for and doing and, and um and then she kind of built the program, the core of the program around that. And so that's really how it got started. And it just, it, it really, really took off well. Um, matter of fact, it's taken off so well that it's been copied by three other universities that we're aware of. That's five years. They say that form of flattery is when you're copying. Makes competition a little bit tougher. Mm-hmm. But I still think overall, I think we have a really solid hands-on program 
And, and that's, I mean, that's what my love for it is, is that we make all of you do things. Other, if you think after you get through the first few classes and the general ed classes, we make you do things in classes. Uh, it's not just come to class and sit there and listen to old people talk. You, you got to write, you got to do projects, you got to do graphic designs, you got to do storyboards, uh, you got to do group projects, much to everybody's chagrin. Um, but, you know, you're doing things, you're, you're getting practical application. And then that internship just caps it all off. You have to take everything that you've learned from the classrooms and then go do it for real. Yeah, from my personal experience, I advanced so many of my skills that I didn't even know I had. Writing an AP, I had no idea how to do that. And then I got to the IPR program and they taught me how. I really didn't even notice that big of a difference when I read papers. And then I got to Carol's class and she's like, you're doing it all wrong. Like, you gotta clean it up. And then I didn't even know that design, like graphic design, was going to be a part of this program. And so I kind of uh, did a bunch of different electives that kind of helped me with that. After taking the Mandatory Journalism 302 class, I have so many skills that I didn't even know I had now. I really enjoy the IPR program. It's definitely more interesting than if I would have just done advertising. And there's like a lot of different paths that you can take within the IPR program. There's so many different course offerings. And I feel like the minors that the people choose to like customize their IPR major can really determine what track you're on. I mean, we have people focusing more on broadcasting, marketing, communications, journalism, graphic design. Events and so training. it's really a flexible major to go into. I, I tell students all the time. You know, they'll, they'll ask me, well, what should I minor in? And one of the beautiful things about, about our program is minor in something that's going to help you in an area that you enjoy. I mean, if, if you, if you let's say that you want to go into political PR somewhere down the road, well, a minor in political science is great. You know, and it's a perfect thing. If you want to go into um, healthcare, getting a minor in health administration or something of that nature is great. Event planning. We have a great event planning minor on campus. Um, higher education. You can get higher education administration. Hey, you name a field, you can probably get a minor in it. It's going to make you even better in an area that you're interested in when you graduate. Even double majoring, I think, like would work nicely with PR. I do not have a minor, and I'm double majoring in public relations and advertising. And a lot of my classes cross over, so I'm not really extremely overwhelmed like how I normally would be with completely two different minors. Like, I feel like they pair really nicely together. Well, you're part of a new trend and that, that I see us moving towards, and that's strategic communications, where, where public relations is interacting with advertising, which is interacting with marketing. Yeah. Uh, 20 years ago, Everybody did their own thing. Mm -hmm. And then the people in PR thought, well, shoot, why do we want to lose a client to an advertising agency? We'll just bring somebody in to do the advertising part in our agency. Exactly. And the advertising agency people did the same thing with the PR. Well, we don't want to lose somebody. And so this whole new term of strategic marketing, strategic communication is becoming, I, th I think that's the next area you know, we went into this uh, into this stage of 
um, well, we need to um, combine this and that, and, you know, so we, because look at reporters now shoot video and they do this. So we ought to, we ought to have this combination of broadcasting and, and print and everything else. You know, I think that's already outdated. I think you still get all of that, but now we, we're, we're taking it a step further mm -hmm. into strategic communication. Mm -hmm. Or you're using all of that, plus you're bringing in the advertising, you're bringing in the marketing, and yet PR is still driving, still driving the boat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kind of regarding this, all of these like interdisciplinary programs coming together, you had mentioned that other schools copied us on this. So were we the first school in Michigan to introduce an interdisciplinary program? Was IPR the first one? Or? I don't know that we were the first school to inter introduce an interdisciplinary program. We were okay. the first school in the state that I'm aware of. I think that was one of the motivations in her doing this, um, to have an integrated public relations program. Okay. Where, where we put it together in this particular field. Okay. So we have been most likely established the longest. So since we have been around the longest and have had the most time to grow, do you want to talk about kind of what sets us apart from other schools and also the resources that we offer that sets us apart? I mean, we have our PRSSA chapter, our student-run PR firm, and then there's also other outside things that students can join, like um, Grand Central Magazine or CM Life. I think the extracurricular activities at Central are tremendous. Um, the opportunities for students to, to do something, to learn, uh, to gain experience, to practice, I think are tremendous. Um, when you talk, talk about the extracurriculars like Life, like Grand Central Magazine, like um, New Central, WMHW, places like that, those are all great places to learn how to do different things. And then you have, excuse me, you have groups like PRSSA, PR Central, you have the Ad Club, you have the Society of Professional Journalists. All of those are, are pre-professional organizations that, that espouse professional ethics, professional goals, try to teach you to do things the right way, and then try to give you the experiences to help you grow and get better. And, and I think CMU just excels in that area. And the second thing I think that we really excel at too is I think you get an awful lot of one-on-one -on -one stuff that you don't get at a lot of other places. The opportunity to sit down and talk to faculty, to talk to your own colleagues. You know, how many grad assistants have you had as long as you've been a student here in your classes? In the IPR program, probably none, you know, because you're getting all kind of personalized attention in, in your own way. And I think that's a real, real strength in the program. Yeah, one thing I've noticed just from being involved um, in PRSSA, PR Central, I'm also in CM Life and the Ad Club. I've noticed, yeah, I get a lot of networking time and one-on-one -on -one time with professors and with like other um, practicing professionals. Now that I'm in all of these like extracurriculars and RSOs, I have so many people I can reach out to. I completely agree. Um, just going off of that, I would say that 
like CMU's personal touch and the IPR program's personal touch was a big reason why I decided to come here. At the end of my college search, I was pretty much looking between here and MSU, which is obviously Me too. a much bigger. Yeah. And I just felt like I would have been a number at MSU or at some of those other bigger schools where at here I have gotten that like personal touch. I've had a professor in all of my classes, never a TA teaching it or just like a staff member. And I'm only a sophomore and I'm already on eboard in PRSSA, PR Central. Mm -hmm. I'm in CM Life, the Society of Professional Journalists. And I think those things are a lot of involvements that kids would have to fight to join or like try out to join at other schools. Whereas at CMU, we want to help everybody grow. Yeah, exactly. We want to provide you with as many experiences as, as, as you can possibly get. And it's just as important to learn what to do as it is to learn what not to do. And having the experience to do things. Um, let's say you, this is hypothetical, but let's say you come in um, with the thought that you really want to be an event planner. Mm -hmm. You come in and you take a couple classes and you do a couple things and you think, oh boy, did I make the right decision? Maybe I really don't like this. But you know what? I really like kind of what I'm doing. I really enjoy the PR and I really do this. But maybe I want to go into an agency where I can work with a bunch of different kinds of clients instead of, you know. And, and the fundamental base of education that you're getting is solid. That you can make the switch without, without hardly any pain. You're not adding classes to your schedule. You're not having to take more. You're not adding time to your graduation. You're just kind of changing the focus of how you want to do PR because PR has got so many things. We've had things where we've had vice presidents, and I'll give you two. We have a retired vice president from Dow Chemical and a retired vice president from General Motors and Public Relations to where we've had people who are leaders of major nonprofits who could be as, couldn't be any further away from business than what you would think. And, and we have people who, you know, run different communications programs and um, for a hospital or they lead political campaigns um, or they're in sports. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're doing those kinds of things. So the variety, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of like the old Heinz 57 brand. There are so many different ways that you can go in PR, but the bottom line, and, and to me, this is the real, real strength of the program. The bottom line is when you're done with the 51 hours, 61 hours, is you know how to write, you know how to orally communicate, you know how to strategically think, um, you know how to solve problems, and, and you're, you're able to translate all the, or transport all those skills across the board into any direction you want to go in, you know? Because you've learned all the fundamental basis of communication. Exactly. And, and that's what makes you strong when you graduate. Mm -hmm. That's what makes you an attractive hire when when somebody's looking for somebody. It's difficult to find people who are graduating from college who can all write and all talk and all communicate and all put plans together. That's what you've been taught. And it's, it's kind of been like osmosis for three and a half, four years till you got there. And I think like due to all of that, CMU does have a really strong IPR alumni network. Do you want to touch a little bit on that and how students can utilize? Our alumni? alums are fantastic. 
our our alums are they are all over everywhere <laughs> you can find them in every phase of everything pr and um i often say to those of you in class right now um those alums out there will help you in any way they can they will be your mentors they will help you with jobs. Many of them are in positions where they hire interns now. Many of them are in positions where they hire full-time position people. Um, they are fanatically loyal to the school, to the program. They will help. And it's your job when you graduate to do the same thing for the kids will be sitting in the classroom where you're at right now. And I have never, I can honestly say this, I have never had an alum tell me, no, I'm not going to do that. I asked if I call and say, can you speak here? Can you do this? Or can you do that? Are you willing to do this? I've never had one say no, unless it was a schedule conflict. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then out of the next words out of their mouth was, geez, I can't because I got to do this. But can I do it another time? Mm -hmm. Why do you uh, think the alumni program is so loyal in the IPR program? Well, number one, I think that because they think it's a great program. Number two, I think it's because they had great experiences while they were here. Number three, that's because I think they built great relationships with their colleagues, the, the mm -hmm. people that they've been in school with. And they all know each other and they all cross paths. Wow. They're working they're working with each other on a whole variety of topics on a whole other things. So they stay in constant communication. Um, there is there is a fierce loyalty to the program because they've had success. They know what the program has done for them, and they want to in turn give back and help the students that are coming through in any way that they can. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's, 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 it's the most beautiful, vicious cycle I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. The more they come out, the happier they are, the more they want to help others, and it just, it just spirals. Would you say that our alumni network sets us apart from other schools? Would you say that ours is stronger than a lot of the other Michigan universities that you see? Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I've drawn this comparison, okay, and, and it's going to be hard because you guys aren't that old. But <laughs> when I was a director of student media, the CM Life alumni were the same way. Fanatically loyal. They loved their product. They loved their education. They loved what they got. And they were, they would kill for one another. And it didn't make any difference if they graduated 10 years ahead of you or 10 years behind you. If you were a life alum, they were there to help. And it's the same thing here. And that's what I've said to people. That's what makes the program successful. Because when you have that, that many people out there supporting you and lobbying for you, that's what really, really helps. Mm -hmm. When you have that, that cohesiveness, I think they all kind of understand how we feel, and that's why they're so anxious to help. I still think it's funny, even when I was in your class last semester, and we had some group speakers from Dow Chemical come in, who were alumni at CMU, and they were like, I sat in that seat that you were sitting in right there, that number eight, I sat in that seat. I think that's so important to them, and so important to us, that we kind of just remember who we are, where we came from, and just how we felt at that time. We were anxious to learn. We were scared. But yeah, I think it's really important that we kind of remember where we came from. And I think it's really nice that all of the alumni remember where they came from. Yeah, and they do. So kind of 
transitioning to look at, you know, our future in PR and the future of the IPR program, do you want to talk about what we're doing right now to market the IPR program, how we're trying to target these Michigan high schoolers, and then also just kind of where you see the future of the program going and what you hope to integrate in the future? Well, I think, I mean, obviously the, the key to success is to keep getting students. Mm-hmm. And so we need, I know uh, Dr. Wren and PR Central are working on on some things to to help some other students that are working with their high schools to say, hey, can I come in and talk? And and part of we're facing two, a two or three prong type problem that we need to overcome. One, there's not as many high school graduates as there were before. Uh, number two, in high school, not very many students know what the NPR is. Yeah, they don't know, and 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 you know. You can go in and you can talk about branding and you can talk about reputation management and you can talk about crisis communications. And a lot of them are saying, mm, yeah, but what does that mean? You know? Yeah. And so I think we have to, we have to get out into the high schools more and, and we have to tell people that this is a really, really viable career. And, you know, you can make good money and you can get good jobs and, uh, and it's, and it's going to work out for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think those are the kinds of discussions that we're in right now about what can we do to move forward, because I think that's what we have to do. In terms of PR, I, to me, I think PR is going to do nothing but grow. It's growing right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think one of the things that COVID did was show that PR was even more necessary, not mm-hmm. less necessary. You need to be able to communicate better. You need to be able to communicate effectively. Um, and but the most important part is you don't have to be sitting around in an office. You can communicate from any place, and you can tell the stories from any place. And I think that really, really makes a difference in 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 where we're trending. And I had an old newspaper editor say one time at a meeting. This was probably ten years ago. If anybody tells you that they know where we're going to be in a year, they're lying. And the reason for that is, is because technology is changing everything all the time. You know, five years ago, Facebook was it. You know, now it's TikTok. And oh, by the way, did you know that YouTube is the second or the largest search engine in the world over beats Google? Wow. You know, so all of those things, I think, are the... I think technology to a point is going to drive how we're getting to where we're going. But I also think you're going to find more individual messaging happening. And when you have more individual messaging, you need more people writing those messages. And you're going to need to be more skilled in writing those messages and how and how you're writing them. And one of the things that uh, that is going to happen, taking digital or social media writing and taking the same message and writing it across five platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's going to sound different in all five. I think that's that's kind of where we're headed. I, th- I, I think we've got new life, new strength. Newspapers, TV, radio are crumbling in terms of how many people that mm-hmm. work at those places. TV and radio now are going more and more to national news and less to local. That means they yeah. have less bodies. Newspapers, we've seen the shrinkage in newspapers, so they need people to fill the void. And I think the PR professionals fill that void. 
definitely. So starting to just kind of wrap up here, I want to have our last question just be kind of something light to end on. So if you can, can you tell us your top favorite memory Mm -hmm. that you've had so far in the IPR program? (laughs) Something that you'll never forget. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) There are crazy things that happen, you know, and what to me, the whole high of everything is is just watching the success of the graduates. Mm-hmm. I mean that that that's when when they get out of here and when they come back and in two years and say, you know what, you really weren't nuts. Um, and now I know what you meant. I understand it better. And 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 watching them grow and watching them in positions. You know, I I sit there and I don't know if I've done either one of your classes, but I'll sit there and say, you know, you're sitting here and in 10 years, you could be the VP of someplace and everybody kind of looks at us and yeah, right. You know, mm-hmm. people are in those places. You know, I, I don't know if either one of you were at the PRSSA meeting where Scott and Scott Stewart and you know, Elise and, and Dana were there, you know, Scott's mm-hmm. vice president of the Pontiac Community Foundation. He's 30 yeah. years old, you know. If you'd have told him when he was there in PRSSA that he, yeah, I'm going to be a VP of a community foundation, especially the size of the city of Pontiac, you know, he'd have kind of laughed at you. You know, to me, that's 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 what it's all about. That's what the, the fun part of it is. I mean, can I tell you bizarre stories? Yeah, I can tell you a lot of bizarre stories, but I don't think they, you know, they're fun things. They're things that you all experience as college students and things that you won't experience that you won't forget and, and friendships that you're going to make forever. Um, and, and, and you'll be surprised at how many of the students that you are with, that you work with, that you know, that you will have contact with for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. That's to me, that that's what the program is all about. I definitely can say like, even as a sophomore, I know that I will want to stay in touch with the program after and like stay tight in that alumni network. Me for too. Sure. Yeah. And even just having panel nights with alumni come in, it just makes me so much more confident in the program and confident in myself, too. I could never picture, before this, I never pictured myself working in a firm or working with a nonprofit. I never even imagined half the stuff I'm doing today. And so I I guess it's just only up from here. All right. On that note, once again, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody, make sure to follow the professional podcasts on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to submit any comments or questions or to suggest an episode topic. Reach out to CMU PRSSA at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody.